Do we have our Bibles here today? Uh, you, can, you can flip to or scroll to the book of Luke. We are going to finish the Christmas series that we started in December. We've called it, Do You Hear What I Hear? Do you hear what I hear? And we have <clears throat> kind of unpacked some famous uh, lyrics or lines from some famous Christmas songs that you might be familiar with. For example, last week we shared a message called The Wonders of His Love, um, and uh, God really did a lot of great things through that. It was pretty neat. Uh, today, uh, I want to uh, take a two-word line from the end of maybe what some of you might be your favorite Christmas carol, Silent Night. And I want to uh, call this uh, sermon, I want to title this sermon, Heavenly Peace. Heavenly Peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Heavenly Peace. Good conversation going on in the hallway, not sure what that is, but I hope they're blessing each other with testimonies and things <laughs> like that. I want to deal with... <laughs> I want to deal with this idea of peace, and you know that's a promise that we have in God's Word. It's, uh, in fact, we're going to read uh, a number of of passages in the Scripture that talks about the peace that we have through Jesus Christ, and uh, I think you'll be blessed by this. So, if you're able to, um, why don't you stand with me? in honor of God's Word, and we're going to look at Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. I should say, those of you who are joining us online, uh, we're a little strapped as far as our, our technical crew, so things are actually being handled remotely and, uh, and a little bit differently. So if it looks or sounds a little bit different, it's probably because Pastor touched it and uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally had the camera pointed at Kenny's guitar at one point. It was supposed to be, yeah, which it's a great guitar, by the way, Kenny. Merry Christmas. But uh, yeah, so uh, you pray for Pastor when he touches things, okay? All right, are we there? Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 13 and 14. Are we there? Here's what the scripture says. Now, this is as Jesus is being promised, all right? Uh, and, 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 and the angel is saying this suddenly... Actually, the angels, as they appear to the shepherds, they say, suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Let me take you to one more scripture. Uh, you have to go Old Testament now, Isaiah chapter 9, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. So why don't you go there? Many of you will recognize this uh, because this is often quoted, often quoted uh, at Christmas time. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful 
Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. So I want to share about heavenly peace today. Would you join me in prayer? Lord God, I pray that you would provide peace for those who need it today. God, that we would uh, come to grips with the peace that only you can offer and the peace that only you can give. Lord Jesus, I ask you that your Holy Spirit would lead us today as we look into your word. And God, we know that there are words that are sometimes thrown around around Christmas time that deal with uh, joy and happiness and peace. And God, we need a lot of that right now in our world. So I pray that your word would come alive to us, and I'll thank you for all you do. And we'll give you the glory, Jesus, in your name. And we all said amen. 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 You may be seated. Now, I don't know about you, okay? But I've noticed in about the last 20 to 21 months since this whole pandemic started that people tend to be a little bit more short-tempered. Have you noticed? Some people can be a little nasty. Okay? And wow, what we need a lot in our world is a little bit of peace. This video I'm about to show you is an oldie, but it's a goodie, of how desperately we need to be reminded of peace in the time of the holidays. Why don't we roll that video? Excuse me. I know you didn't think anyone would catch you, but you just slammed your door into my car. The least you can do is say you're sorry, lady. I don't have to take that tone. It's not like I'm hurting your resale value. I'm sorry. See? Like that.
only peace. Yeah. Uh, that was actually uh, two people from our congregation. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Crazy. No, I know that was kind of a comedy spoof. And, um, but, wow. Uh, how crazy... How crazy is it in our world right now? Uh, there, there's a lot of emotions that are going around right now. Uh, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of stress. Uh, a lot of that gets driven and emphasized even more on social media. A lot of that gets uh, <laughs> a lot of that gets driven just by turning on the television, right? They never do the lead story on the little kitty was rescued out of the tree, uh, news at six. That's never their lead story. Their lead story is probably going to be the most fearful, anger, inciting thing they can come up with because that gets clicks. And that gets people to pay attention. And so here we are in the here we are Christmas time. Sometimes the holidays can bring out the best out of people, and then sometimes the worst out of people, right? I remember when I was uh, recently, I handled this pretty well, uh, pretty well, not perfectly, but pretty well. I was shopping. I I had a grocery cart. And I brought it back. This is the international sign of a grocery cart. And, and uh, I brought it back to my cart and uh, put my groceries away. And, and I was right at the front. I saw the, uh, I saw the cart guy coming to collect all the carts. And so I thought, well, I'm not going to whip it all the way down there. I'll just keep this available for him right here next to my space. And all of a sudden, some lady parked next to me, rolls her window down. And she goes... To which I then did. Then I thought, does she go to my church? Does she go to my church? Does she go to my church? Does she watch online? I got to think of these things now. She was mad. She was mad because I didn't put the cart back in the, in the carriage that was 10 miles away. She, she was angry that I kept it close for the guy. And, and we, we exchanged uh, scripture verses, and and, uh, and then she laughed, which was good. Uh, and I thought, where did this come from? It's not like I slashed her tires. In fact, here's what my flesh wanted to do. My flesh wanted to go to the, 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 the cart carriage thing, you know, where they all collect. I wanted to get every single one, and I wanted to surround her SUV with them. But I didn't. Because that would be the moment that one of you would pull in and, and not have to explain that. So this is the daily battle that I have, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, peace. Let's get back here. Heavenly peace. Heavenly peace. You know, um, Paul said this. I don't have it on the screen, but Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 14. He said, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. God is not a God of disorder. God is not a God of confusion. Understand something. If you're ever trying to search out God's will, by the way, and you have nothing but confusion to base your decision on, that's not the way God operates. God does not operate out of confusion. 
God does not operate out of confusion. God has an order to things. And God is a God of peace, not a God of chaos. So if there is anything that can often disrupt our lives, it's chaos, stress, all kinds of things. And we need the peace of God. And so this morning, I don't think I'll preach long, but there are a few forms of peace for us to choose from today that I would like to, I'd like to share with you, that I'd like to offer for you to seek out today that I believe that God, the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, offers to each and every one of us here today. Uh, let Let me share those with you. First of all, number one would be peace with others. Peace with other people. I have peace with other people if they just leave me alone. I thought that was funnier, but some of you, maybe that's your life verse, what I just said there. Uh, Peace with other people. If there's any area where the enemy of our soul will try to mess with our peace, it's in our relationships. And the closer the relationship, if that gets disrupted, then the bigger of a dagger it is into our hearts. Peter was talking to a group of believers who were persecuted. And in 1 Peter chapter 3, starting in verse 8, here's what he said, finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. That's what God has to remind me of that all the time. Just because Somebody insults me doesn't, need, doesn't mean i got to return that insult. And trust me, this big boy can return an insult. I should say I'm not proud of it, but I'm a little proud. Anyway, on the contrary, here we go. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. They must seek peace and pursue it. According to the National Association of theater owners. You ready for this? Thanksgiving is historically the busiest day of the year. You know that day when family gets together and loves to be around each other? Yeah. Uh, And then Christmas is a close second. That other special day where it's family and we all get together. And we. what's funny, we would assume that the family just wants to get together. But in our country, the truth is, many of us are looking for an excuse to not have to speak to them. <laughs> no wonder we eat. It's hard to talk with your mouth full. And so we just keep eating. We, uh, we, 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 we got to fight this constantly in keeping peace in our relationships. 
It's at this time of the year that many of us find that we're in heavy conflict with a family member or with another follower of Jesus Christ. And I will tell you that that's not God's plan. Amen. That's not God's plan. Certainly not within the body of Christ. Certainly not within a Christian family or a Christian home. Uh, Romans twelve eighteen is a great verse. It says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Those of you who might be watching that you just love drama. In fact, you like to light the match and then watch the place burn. You know who you are. Okay. That, that's, that's not a part of the fruit of the Spirit. Okay. Drama queen is not a level of spirituality. Uh, in fact, I'll say that if there's conflict in our relationships, we should ask God to help us make peace today. Now, nice of me to say, because that sounds so easy. Hey, just call to make peace. Okay, good. Uh, well, it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes that's a journey. Sometimes there's forgiveness that's involved. Sometimes we have to grant forgiveness. Sometimes we have to seek forgiveness. And so sometimes what I'm suggesting here is not necessarily a sprint. It's more of a journey. I, and I wasn't going to show this graphic, but God just really kind of hit me hard with it while I'm laying in bed last night. So... Some of you have not seen it, some of you have, but it bears repeating. I want to show you the target of trust. The target of trust. On the screen behind me, there's a bullseye, or a target, I should say, a target. And this target has different rings. You you can all see that, correct? Where the center is the bullseye, all the way to the outer ring, which is really large compared to the bullseye. Now, here's the deal. That, uh, let's put every one of your relationships somewhere in that target. Okay? Your most intimate, closest relationships need to be in that bullseye. The people that you barely know, but like your acquaintances, they need to be in that outermost ring. The problem is, sometimes we move people into the wrong ring. For example, for me, that center bullseye, that is reserved for my wife. It's reserved for my wife. So if any of you want to be part of that bullseye, you're not welcome there. Okay? You don't belong there. Now, that outer ring, just outside the bullseye, now here comes my son. Here comes... Jessica, his girlfriend, 
here comes my brother, because I have to. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great, great guy. Uh, now, none of you in this room, because the kids are working with the, the, the kids right now, and my brother's preaching somewhere, none of you in this room would belong in that circle as well. Oh, I want to be like a brother to you. No. Weirdo? No. I shouldn't call you weird, but I'm just telling you that, that you don't belong there. You don't belong there. I want to be your, your brother. Huh. No. Now, now, that third ring, that, that, that bigger red one there, no, there, here comes like my best friends. Okay? I can give you their names like Rob and, and, and Jeremiah and, and <laughs> don't raise your hands. <laughs> so we're like, and, and the, these are the people that I could tell anything to. These are, I, I, I could share anything with these people. These are the people I go to when I need really deep prayer. These are the people that when I'm struggling, they know about it. It's those people. Now, if you're not in that circle, don't be offended. Our relationship, it's just not there if you're not in that ring. Then that next ring, I've got my other friends, the ones that I hang with. Some of you are in that circle. Some of you I barely know. So I, 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 it'd be silly for me to try to move you. Hear this. It'd be silly for me to try to move you from a bigger ring on that target to a place that's more intimate because you don't know me and I don't know you. Do you know where conflict comes? A lot of us think because we have 2,000 Facebook friends that they all belong in the bullseye. And so we get on Facebook and we post the most personal, ridiculous stuff. And we wonder why that we're not getting the love and the attention that we want. It's because you're handling 2,000 people, about 1,900 of those you don't really know. You're handling those, in the, you're throwing them in the bullseye and they belong in the fourth ring, maybe the fifth ring. And that's where trouble comes. Some of us have diluted our boundaries so bad that we have become our own worst enemy when it comes to our relationships. We open up our hearts to people that have no business getting our hearts. So we get shocked. We get, oh, Facebook. We, we, we get shocked when people in that outer red ring, we get shocked that they don't treat us like more like the center. People get shocked when pastor doesn't think of everybody as closely as they do his wife and son. Okay, that'd just be weird. That'd be so unhealthy. So th- there is no woman that's going to be closer to me than my wife. 
It's not going to happen. Do I have female friends? Yes, I do. But are, am I going to consider you closer to me than Annette? Not on your life. Because that's bad for you and me and for my wife. Are you getting this? Some of us need to maybe print out a target. <laughs> Got to be careful how I say that. And, and, and put your friend's names on there. And ask yourself where they belong. Don't shoot them, okay? Don't shoot the target. But ask yourself, where does this person belong? Let me also say this. I've had close friends that were maybe in that third, fourth ring that they really broke my trust. People I found out that were only close to me because they thought that they could get something out of me, whatever that was. And some ministers, gosh, I hate to say that, but people in ministry that, that stayed close to me until they got what they needed or wanted, and then they never spoke to me again. Okay, I'm not going to keep them in that third, fourth ring. Okay, and does that mean I'm bitter? No, no. It means I'm being wise. It means I just, am I still friends with them? Yes, I am. I am. But it's not at a level three or four friendship anymore. It's different now. And some of us need to really evaluate some of our relationships. And if people are in the wrong circle, that target of trust, uh, we need God's help to put them in the right place in our minds. And, and please, okay, don't make a phone call saying, hey, just thought I'd let you know, I moved you from, room, from ring three to ring six. So you're probably not going to hear much from me anymore because you're just, no. You know, and pastor said to do this. You know, don't. No, I didn't. But internally, really, if we want peace, we need to allow people to be in the correct rings in our lives. So I never want people to be offended. If, you know, if I don't treat you like your family, I've only known you maybe for three, four months. That's just not going to happen. And that's okay, because that would be really bad for you if I did. It would be really bad for you if I did. Does this all make sense? I'm going to move on, okay? So peace with other people. Number two, what's the second kind of peace that God offers us? The peace of God. Peace with others. Number two, the peace of God. I quote this verse almost every time I pray. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. It says, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Boy, there's a lot of chaos a lot of chaos, things are going, those of you who have been around a while, you, you, can, you can testify how things have just escalated tremendously as far as financial chaos and, and stress and meanness 
and, and, and nastiness. It's just, it's there. And then when it gets personal, when we have financial crisis, maybe we're in need of a physical healing, maybe emotionally things are taking a toll on us, when it's that kind of chaos, when your life seems chaotic, God can bring peace to your life. When your life seems chaotic, God can bring you peace. Some of you may need that today. Maybe even more than the answer to your prayer, you need peace first. Let me say that again. Maybe even more than the answer to your prayer right now, you need God's, God's peace. You need to quit waking up with anxiety. You, you need to quit worrying so much. And, and goodness, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pastor, I'm a dad, I'm a husband, uh, I'm a prime target for worry. I worry about some of you. And if I'm not careful, I can let it consume me. I worry about my son and his beautiful girlfriend. I worry about my wife. But then there's times I have to just say, Jesus, they're in your hands. Amen. They are in your hands. My wife's health is in your hands, God. My son's future is in your hands, God. This person going through this chaos in their life in my church, I love them so much, God, it kills me. See, here's the problem. I'm a fixer. I am a fixer. If I hear of an issue, immediately I think, I got to fix that. Where's my red cape? You know? You know? And I, I'm ready to go. And sometimes God says, you know, don't do my work all the time. Stop worrying. Let me give you peace in this situation. I got this. I've got this. And maybe for somebody here today, the biggest thing you need to know is that God's looking at you and he says, I've got this. You may not got this. That's not even good grammar. You may not have this. You may not got this. What a t-shirt that would be. You may not have a clue right now, but God is a God, not of chaos, but not of disorder, but of order and peace. God's got this. Look at uh, John 16, I think I have it. Jesus said, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. So God's greater than COVID. Amen. He is. I'm not dismissing COVID. I just know God's greater than it. God's greater than cancer. God is greater than any uh, politician. God's greater than government. God's greater than the person you voted for and the person you didn't vote for. He's greater than all of that. Maybe some... Well, no, I won't say... Yeah, I will. Uh, maybe some of us need to trust in God way more than we trust in our candidate. Because he's got this. He's got this. He's greater than any problem you might be facing today.
And the answer may not have come yet, but at least let him give you peace. Again, that verse said, by prayer, petition, and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And before we're even promised an answer, that scripture says, the peace of God, which defies all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. The peace of God. Lastly today, I would offer that you consider having peace with God. Peace with others, the peace of God, and peace with God. The holidays are an interesting time because it causes a lot of people to kind of look at where they are with the Lord. And this year would be no exception. I would ask you today, where are you with Jesus Christ today? Are you in a right relationship with him? Are you serving him? Is he the Lord of your life, which means he's in control, which means you live for him and not yourself? Is he your Lord? Is he your Savior? Have you asked him to forgive you of your sins? Are you doing your best to live a holy life before the Lord today? All of this, those are components of being at peace with God. Look at Colossians chapter 1. It says, Once you were alienated from God and you were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. I can tell you the greatest gift of peace that you can ever experience is to be in a right relationship with Jesus. That's why we exist here. We do a lot of good things in this church, things that make me so proud. But the bottom line is this. We are all about seeing people that are lost find Jesus Christ. That's what we're about. We're all about people getting connected and reconciled to a God who loves them and sent his son to die for them. And the greatest gift that you could receive this Christmas would be to make absolutely, positively sure that you are in a right relationship with God. Jesus came to this earth to die so that I might live. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I offer you that gift to those of you who may need it today. Jesus died for you. Today he is alive. And he lives to walk with you in this life, as long as you're here. Ralph, if you could help me. Today, I offer you to consider grasping peace. Peace with other people. 
Is there a relationship that is broken down? You know what? Before you do anything, before you do anything about it, will you pray about that relationship? Again, here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned. It is impossible to pray for somebody that you hate. And it's impossible to hate somebody that you pray for. Some of you have heard me say that so many times, but it's still true. You want to soften your heart towards somebody? Pray for them. You want to be less angry about that person? Pray for them. Pray for them. And maybe today, the first thing you need to do is pray. And I would ask, okay, God, show me what to do next. Is there a phone call I need to make? Is there a text message I need to send? Is there a visit that I need to make? Is there a conversation that I need to have? Only you and God can answer that question. Pastor can't answer that question for you. Only you and God can go there. Secondly, do you need peace, the peace of God? Are you facing a struggle right now and you just need God's peace? You've read enough scriptures to tell you that there's an answer coming, but you're in that meantime period, (laughs) the time between the, the prayer and the miracle. It's that middle part that's the struggle where we wait on him. And that's where we need his peace. That doesn't make sense. Well, maybe today you're not right with God. And you need to be. And today would be the day to say, Lord, I give my heart to you. I give my life to you. I want to be at peace with you. Whatever form of peace you need. The Prince of Peace is here today to give it to you. Would you stand with me, every one of us? Can we bow our heads? I want to pray for you. I want to ask the Lord just to touch you, give you all you need. But I dare not finish this time together without asking you if you need Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You're not right with him, and you need to get right with him. You need to be in the right place with him. It's been too long. You're doing things your way and not God's way. Maybe there was a time that you served him so closely, but now things have grown distant. Today's the day of salvation. Today is the day to have peace with God. And if that is you this morning, I'm going to ask you just to simply uh, let me know by a simple upraised hand. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Hands are going up. Thank you. Thank you. I've strayed from God. And I need Him as my Lord and Savior today. Thank you. God's moving. God's touching lives. Hallelujah. There's some some that are here that'll say, I need God's peace to make it through the situation that I'm in. And and hands are already going up on that. I, I pastor pray for me. I need, I need peace. This isn't about what I've done wrong. It's about what I'm facing. And I, 
and I need Jesus to give me his peace. If that's you, could you also slip your hand up? I want to pray for you as well. Hands all over the auditorium here. We're, we're saying, God, give us peace. Give me peace. I'm going to challenge you with this. Is there somebody here today? You'll say, there's a relationship that I need to pray about tonight, today. It's not right. Pastor, this relationship is not right. And that's as far as I'll go. But you'll say, you need, you, you need peace to be the bond between you and that person again. It could be a family member. It could be a brother or sister in Christ. It could be someone you've not spoken to in a long time. And today's the day to start praying for that person again like you've never prayed before. Just one last time, if that's you, I want to pray for you as well. And hands are going up again. God, I need your restoration. God, I need help. Restore this relationship, Jesus. So many hands. I'm going to say a prayer. The very first part of the prayer, I'm going to ask for the Lord to forgive and to become the Lord and Savior of our lives. And if you raised your hand indicating that that's what you need, I want you to pray that prayer with me. And I want you to mean that thing. Don't, do not be guilty of just listening to me pray, waiting for a service to end. You pray this prayer with me. Then after that, I'm going to pray over this whole room. I'm going to ask God to touch those that have slipped their hand up, needing the peace of God or, or peace with somebody else. And then I'm going to urge you to maybe just sit in his presence. Maybe you want to go to his altar, but sit in his presence and call out to him. Pray about that person. Pray about your situation and ask God for peace. And let's not leave here today until God's done with us. So would you pray for me, Lord God, I pray right now for every single person who needs to be made right with you. God, several people have said that they were not in a right relationship with you, Jesus. And today, in a church in Talmadge, on the day after Christmas, you've spoken to some people to say, let's get this right. So Lord, together we say, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Be my Savior. But also be my Lord. Help me to do things your way, not my way. And help me to walk in the forgiveness that can only come from you. And as far as east is from west, you have separated my sin from me. And I'm at peace with you. So Jesus, I ask you that you would touch your people today and move in this place. There are those that need your peace. Too much fear, too much anxiety, too much stress, too much worry. And they need the peace of God. Lord, would you meet with them and give that to them? God, there are those, a relationship that has no business being broken down. 
has broken down. It may not even be our fault, but God, we can certainly pray. So Lord, protect our hearts and help us to pray. Soften our hearts to those who mistreat us. May we see them through your eyes. Not through the pain, not through the hurt, but God, may we see these people through your loving eyes. So go with your people now, I pray. Meet with us in Jesus' name. Amen. If you need to come to the altar, if you need to make an altar where you're at, however you can meet with God, would you do that? And then when God's finished with you, you can consider yourself dismissed. God bless you. God bless you.